0: Octopies, no. uh, we, we, we're still sort of having a bit of confusion with that. But Stephanie's society's name this week is going to be Kyle of the Octopus Shunning Society. So
1: that's because last week you shunned Octopi like twice, and then did, after I, I we didn't stopped shun recording, them. I just they existed exactly twice. And then after our d- after we stopped recording, well, we were bickering and winding you about it. You sorted off because you were busy to go and do other things, so you just randomly left. And just before you left, I changed it to that, but you never saw it because you left. So when I logged in, it was like that, so I was like, I'll leave it. Stop, <laughs> stop shunning the octopus.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't care. I like, I like octopi. I like octopi. I would want one for a pet if I weren't so cruel on a bugger.
1: You can't contain an octopus.
0: I can't contain an octopus.
1: Yeah. You personally.
0: I'll, yeah, I love the science videos where it's like, this octopi escaped through a tiny tube, grabbed the scientist's camera, and took pictures
1: of the scientist. It's like, <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this week, Jordan's at work, Jay's in a third world country, and I'm dying. Apart from that, everyone's fine.
0: Right? Yeah, I'm the only one that seems to be okay, and that's just because my illness is only appearing before lunchtime. <laughs> so. It's being true to me. If I wake up after lunchtime, I'm fine.
1: (laughs) Explains a lot.
0: Yeah. Imagine that, if that's an actual condition. If I wake up before lunchtime, I'm ill.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, it's a condition, all right. Yeah, laziness. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I've seen this in the... Advertised for something... There's a new TV show about snowflakes getting dropped in the Lake district and getting taught how to like make a fire and how to camp and stuff. But my favorite part about the whole article was th- was like they didn't know they were doing it. The parents signed them up to it, right? So they didn't know yeah. they were doing it. They-, they thought they'd like gotten a trip to like Love Island or some shit like that. So they got <laughs> all glammed up. you see them in like the Gucci and all this stupid shit. Makes it even and they've got they've got the luggage and stuff, and they get they get told right, leave your luggage on this truck, and just take what you think are the essentials. Like you can take like three or four things, just like a small bag of things. Like take your essentials. So some of them took like makeup and like the phones. Like they didn't take the phones because they're not allowed the phones, right. which was part of the thing. But it's like the some of them took makeup, some of them took like. Just stupid shit that a snowflake would take. Things that aren't going to be useful at all anywhere, but th- they think is essential. And then, the uh, as they took the stuff, they turned around. And they went, right, okay, you got your essentials? Yep, good. Clicked a button. Blew up the truck with all of their luggage.
1: <laughs> That's excellent. I'll so like they're, it.
0: Just, they're just saying, they going, oh! With the Gucci and the Armani and all this shit in the truck, just now blown to smithereens and they're like, right, you're going to survive here for the next uh, however long and we're, we've got a couple of army blokes and they're going to teach you how to survive without any of your shit. Oh yeah, and you're not allowed your phones, you know Wi-Fi, none of that sort of shit. And I just think it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, what are, you know the old desert island thing, if you're stranded and you can have three things, what would you take? Yeah. So what would you take? Because this is, it does, it's also very different depending on if it's like if you're stranded alone. Like if me and you were stranded, one of the things that you 100% you have to take, somebody has to have it, you have to have a knife of some sort. I you see, just have
0: you to think that, but you can just use sharp stones and things well, to work as a knife.
1: <sighs> mm. No, right. I'm not on board with that. You need knife. But well, this is the point you say if I took one, you don't need to take one. So even if you agree with it and you want to take one, you don't need to. Yeah. So see, you then double up, you get six things.
0: I can't remember what it what, what it was in college like what the answers were but yeah. my college prof was an ex like he worked in the RAF before he became like a tutor yeah and he gave well, one of the quizzes which I don't think it's actually given to the RAF but he joked that is and it, it's like a list of 12 things and it was prioritize them from the thing that you would want like immediately to yeah. the the thing that you can do without and of course I had like standard things to throw you off. So there was a gun on there, which if you didn't put a 12, you were a fucking idiot because yeah. you're not going to need a fucking gun.
1: Well, a shelter is the most important thing, isn't
0: it? But uh, it it, w- it was things like um, a pack of matches. Um, a It was like a pack of matches, a knife.
1: Yeah, uh, you're going to have just, to find it now.
0: Just, just things like that. I'm going to have to find it. But one of them, and I remember he said, like, this is the thing that you'll be surprised how useful it actually is, but it will be extremely useful, and those things like rope and stuff, on." and it was steel wool. Yeah. Steel wool is one of the most useful things you can have because you can start a fire with it, you can use it for sharpening things like rocks and stuff, if you get a rock, you can use it for loads of different things. I can't remember what all the uses were, but it's it's a massive multi-purpose tool.
1: Uh... <laughs> Dude, uh, so I, I I I just googled army survival priorities, right? And it says you know priority things. So the rule of threes: plan, uh, protection, of first day, clothing, location, and stuff. And then there was someone. There was there's an article that says what are the seven priorities for survival? One, a positive mental attitude. Yeah, you gotta have a PMA yeah first first day shelter water warmth signals food mm-hmm. but so the rule of three is the most important thing yeah you you
0: can go Which a lot days, of people don't know you can go was it three days without water sorry, no,
1: yeah, correct, yeah, but you didn't start in the right place
0: no, it's three minutes without oxygen,
1: well, air, but yeah oxygen,
0: yeah, three hours. Days. It is three hours. It's three hours and it's, it's what lit. is it? It's not. It's,
1: it's three. Days. Okay. It's three, three minutes you can last three minutes without air, three days without water, and three weeks without food.
0: Right, okay, that's it. I can't remember if there was one where it was like you can only last three hours with something. I couldn't remember if it was like if you're in a freezing cold temperature you can last three hours, but you will start to get frostbite or some shit.
1: Yeah. Uh Interesting. It also depends on where on the situation you're in. Because the three things you take to survive on a desert island if you had the chance to pick things up and take them or make the choice wouldn't be the same three things you take to the North Pole.
0: Exactly. I mean if if you if you go to desert survival, you don't have to worry about well, if you go to like a, an abandoned island, you're not gonna need to worry about a like, heat, because you're on a an island, you can probably make a fire and that sort of thing. If you're on the North Pole, I think you're going to struggle to keep as much heat as you need without having something like some warm clothing or something that can quickly start a fire.
1: What would you take? I'd take I'd take a yacht. Then I'd just leave. What, on a deserted island? My, my, if I could take three things to a desert island if I was going to be deserted, I would take a yacht, a ship's captain, and some fuel. And then just go home. <laughs>
0: that is the most awful fucking answer in the that world. That is a master
1: world. plan right there.
0: It's <laughs> like you in D and D wanting a fucking foldable dope the bloody box boat.
1: Listen, I'm gonna get one eventually, and you can't start. You you didn't want to have pets, and I've got two goblins.
0: This is the you're gonna end up. <laughs> we're gonna end up going to a desert island or something, and it'll be like, right, you're allowed to take one personal item, and you're we're gonna go look at you and like. I'll I'll take like an axe or something because it's multi-purpose or something like or like a pot or something. Jay will bring something stupid like tobacco. John will probably just bring his head, and uh, <laughs> and you, you'll you'll just, you'll just we'll turn and look at you and you'll just pull from behind your back a bag and it, you'll just open the bag and it it'll be the raft off the and,
1: raft up, grown-ups. Yeah, grown
0: ups. Yeah unfold and there'll be a raft and you'll just be like well lads I've got this
1: sorted <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the raft of fucking grown-ups when he's, when he's dressed as meatloaf and he pulls it and it just flings open
0: yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that's what you'll do
1: that's brilliant in fact I would take a meatloaf costume and reenact that moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I would want something that can start a fire so you know those little things where it's like a flint and steel flicker thing Possibly, possibly, one of those. Um, so you've
1: fallen into a trap there. Why? Because a lot of people think that's the best thing. So a flint. Or if you don't have a flint, you can use like the a stick.
0: Yeah, you you can use your stick and do like the bow stick and all well, that sort of stuff.
1: There is an easier way to make fire.
0: Are you gonna say matches or a fucking lighter?
1: A lighter, man. Most survival people actually agree that because why would you sit with a flint for three hours to try and get a tiny spark, to try and get a fire, when you could just go and make one?
0: Yes, but this is relying on the fact that you know that you can get rescued within a certain amount of time. What happens when that lighter runs out of fuel?
1: A lighter uses a tiny amount of fuel. You can turn the flame right down. You can also, once you've got fire, you can't sustain it. So you could use the fire to keep fire going. You could keep that fire going for months if you were, if you attended to it properly. You could also you light multiple fire. fires from that fire. And well, the how, other how, point, how, the how other be, point how many is, times
0: are you going to wander away from it, or it's going to piss down and put it out, or something's going to happen? Animal runs across it.
1: But well, yeah, but even if that does happen, it doesn't matter. lighter that light, light, that's a long time, man, a full tank, and also right, your. Same, eventually it'll run out of fluid?
0: Eventually it'll run out of fluid or it'll break because lighters do have a tendency okay. to have something wrong with them where they'll just break or something So
1: eventually you'll wear down your flint?
0: Yeah, eventually, but it'll take a lot longer.
1: And
0: a lot of lighters still use a little bit of flint and you'll just wear down that fucker before you yeah, wear down yeah. your massive trunk.
1: Yeah, but I'm not smashing that with a rock, I'm grazing a tiny bit of metal over it.
0: You don't have to smash it with a rock. You, you get to like combine things where it's all in one way. You just uh, pull it off. like one
1: little. I have a lighter at, ooh, maybe at my parents. It's about yay big, right? Uh, you've seen it before, and it it's like a small gas burner. It doesn't have a flint. It has a fucking a little electric. You know the little things that you get in school when you used to click it and it would spark at the end, and then you would electrocute people with it. Like a little. Like element, yeah. Uh, sparker, striker, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the word is. Yeah, it's got one of them in at the top, and then it's just full of you fill it with propane, and it's just like when it's like a mini gas hob. You can solder with it. I take that. I can't remember what it's called. Turbo <laughs> or something. What? You're gonna, a you're gonna solder your solder
0: sold.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a good point. Actually, solder might not be solder, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I suppose well, you could try and solder together with boat if we find loads of corrugated iron or iron or something. Like if the, if a container if we were on a, on a container ship and the container ship, like we found some of the washed up containers, you could probably try and make a boat or something out of it. Yeah. Don't
1: know. I, if so, on the yacht.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. If you're not allowed on the yacht, no. What
1: if I, what if I take a tent?
0: A tent. That, that would fix the need for shelter. It would save you a lot of time running Mount Twine to build a shelter.
1: Right. Uh, water filtration system.
0: Uh, yes, I would agree that is a key one. Otherwise, you're sitting there boiling water constantly.
1: And a survival expert, so I know what food I can eat shit and that can help us.
0: <laughs> so you would take a tent so you can have a good night's sleep. Water filtration system, so you don't have to worry about water, which is yeah. the main thing. The main thing is usually make some sort of quick shelter and put make fire so that you can boil water, so that you can keep hydrated. Yeah. So you, you're going to fix both of those issues and have a survival expert who, just in case something doesn't work, can do everything for you.
1: Well, exactly. And they can think of other things that'll work. And if it's like, if I've got a problem, like, what do you do with this? And they'll be able to tell us what plants I can and can't eat, and what animals I can and can't hunt. That would do it.
0: See, this thing—I feel like if we entered into like a survival situation with no prior training whatsoever, I feel like either a one of us would just eat something to go, "Oh, what's this?" numb and end up like poisoning myself.
1: I would, because there's no way I wouldn't be warned. I'm just eating the random things.
0: Or we would just. We would end up finding loads of shit and coming up with grand schemes and going, oh, I can use this for you, for this, I can use this for this, and completely forget about the survival like aspect and just build some massive shit till we collapse from dehydration.
1: No, because I would be wary of the water situation. That's so why I took a waterfall studio. Have you seen Life Straw?
0: I have seen Life Straw, they look absolutely awesome.
1: I, don't, I still don't trust it, and I've seen people drink through, like, pee through it, because it does work. But I still don't trust it.
0: No, I. I don't trust <laughs> anything that small that is that efficient. Also, I don't know... Like, it uses filters on the inside, doesn't it? How many times can you use it? Until well, that's the thing, it isn't it? There'll be a certain amount of time.
1: volume of water you can pass through before it's clogged up.
0: Yeah, it's like on Clarkson's freaking... Thing where he goes and checks his water filtration system, and he holds up a new one, and it's nice and pristine and white. And he holds up the one that he's been drinking from, and it's just covered in shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he only changed it like three weeks before or something.
0: Yeah. So, like, <laughs> how often would this tiny little thing, like, would you get two uses, three uses?
1: Uh, I don't know, but you could be sensible about it, so you wouldn't just go and drink like a puddle of shit, or you wouldn't just drink your own piss unless you're stuck. But you generally, good. like, I feel like. So if I had that I feel like you could get if you if you got some sort of vessel to hold it in and you could get some seawater and then boil it you're boiling most of the stuff out anyway then you can drink it through there just to make sure the rest of the stuff's out of it then you're taking the load off it so it lasts a lot longer.
0: I see I think I would probably just double if I was to already have like water boiling like I would use the life store as like an emergency tool but if I had the a container and a fire that I could put water on to boil it. I feel like I would just double boil the water and just have that instead.
1: Yeah, but you have to be able to filter it and you're not going to take a sieve with
0: you. You're, going, you're not going to take a sieve with you, but you are going to be wearing some sort of clothes and clothes make quite a good filter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: okay. it's always the know. thinly stitched fabric. So it's yeah, a traditional... It's traditional. You can put a sock on it and the sock can be your filter. Yeah. Hopefully it's just not too sweaty
1: hopefully <gasps> sorry
0: yeah. it's fine Stefan's <laughs> ill if, if you couldn't all tell <laughs> Stefan is
1: very Dying. under the
0: weather.
1: <laughs> I'm sweating as well man
0: hey. which is weird because it. it is the first day of the week where it's been sort of English weather it's rained and been a bit cloudy overhead
1: yeah it's been a bit rubbish it's just hot Oh yeah. hey. Anyway, we didn't. So we didn't really have a plan for this episode because I'm not well, and yeah. Um,
0: yeah, we didn't know how long it would go on for, or what we would we would do. We've generally got some topics that we talk about each week, and we'll have a few saved in our phones and bits and pieces. But it's a case of we didn't come in with like a oh we're going to do these these and these. It's sort of a let's just wing it and see how we go. Kind of like we used to do.
1: Yeah. So, believe it or not, remember this uh, first part's been scripted.
0: Yeah, it's all just been chaos and madness. I mean, we're never actually scripted, because I usually find a topic, or Stefan finds a topic, that none of us really knows about, or we haven't researched prior, and it, it just gets thrown in and everybody goes, oh, okay, this is the thing. But we usually have, like, a general idea. So if we're going to have an episode talking about NASA, we'll usually say, like, oh, the we'll give each other three keywords, and the keywords are something like, um space, stupidity and animals, and it'll be like, Oh, so they sent a dog up to Mars and gave him a way to get back down, but he couldn't yeah, do it yeah. because he was distracted by the big light by the big, bright light outside or some so, stupid
1: shit. we usually have an idea, so we'll just have a A, a word and we will just kind of so that we've all got doctors um Did I tell you about the brain cells?
0: Uh, the brain cells in the petri dish.
1: Yeah, playing pop. Yes, you did. I did not know if I told you about that. That's, that's terrifying, man.
0: You did indeed. I have a thing. You know how we're talking about snowflakes and they always get upset and they go like, oh, films aren't inclusive and where's all the people and LGBTQ plus XYZ and where's all the everybody else in the world and you're no longer allowed to be white or straight or male. In okay, a film right well this may come as a surprise to everybody who doesn't live in fucking london but the North, northumberland has a 95.4% white british population does ev- it not not everybody goes to school and has three lesbian black friends and one chinese friend who's from a gay family and not everybody has such a diverse friend group So To all the film companies out there, this isn't racist, this isn't me being racist or homophobic or anything like that. I'm just saying not everybody has such a diverse friend group that every single TV show needs to go, right, we need this, 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 and this to fill a quota, because if you do anything to do with Northumberland, we have a 95.4% white British population, and I can guarantee that's probably the best it's been in recent years. It has not it it put it this way the population diver like division has not gone down if any if, like we will be g- gaining more diversity as time goes on, but this is what it's at now. imagine what it was like a couple of years ago or back in the eighties it would have been basically a oh, night like ninety nine point eight percent or something just for those film shows who constantly go. Alright, we need to get a black actor in because we've done a TV show and there's no black people in the thing, and it's like, that's because it doesn't suit the scene. If it, if it suits the scene, go for it. If it doesn't suit the scene and a black person wouldn't be there because it's not historically accurate, maybe double think it.
1: Like, Bridget.
0: Like Britain, or like having in my an, better half
1: watches where the like, queen is black, but it's set back in the past, where like Downton Abbey kind of era. Where I don't mean any disrespect to suspect any people of color, but you wouldn't have a black person that is a duke or a queen. Like there are characters in that. Exactly. Because it just wouldn't I mean, be allowed it, in that society. Not because it's not because I don't think that they could be in them positions.
0: No, exactly. There's plenty in them positions now, but in the past, it was nigh on impossible for someone to be in that sort of position. I mean, even if you were in the military, you weren't allowed to get past a certain rank if you, were, if you weren't white. Kyle? And, it, to be fair, and if you weren't of a certain family status, you weren't allowed to get to a certain point either, because there was a lot of people who, like, if we joined the army back in the olden days, we wouldn't be able to become a commander or something, because we would be clusters of the lower class.
1: Yeah. So we I wouldn't don't. be able to rise the rise. Yes. You know, um, so you make this uh, all white custard, whatever you're doing, and then the snowflakes do get upset. Yes. And then you can, then you can give them salt made from the tears of sorrow.
0: From the tears of sorrow. Is this a product you've managed to find?
1: I have salt made from the tears of sorrow. Excellent. Um, It says this delectable salt made from tears of abject sorrow is collected only at moments of complete misery. With its delicate lavender flavour, it's the perfect seasoning for limbs and organs. Salt made from tears combines centuries-old craft with the freshest human tears, which are gently boiled, released into shallow crystallisation tanks, and then harvested by hand, and finally rinsed in brine.
0: Can I just... My favourite part of that is enjoyed with limbs and organs... (laughs)
1: The perfect (laughs) seasoning for limbs and organs. It says, developed in collaboration with Studio Weave and Expert Tier Harvesters.
0: Expert Tier Harvesters. Does that mean there's just a farm out there somewhere where people are just crying into bottles?
1: I don't know. It says, Notes for Humans. Superior coarse sea salt with lavender from Expert Salt Harvesters, Helen Munn. You can also get zombie fresh mints. Uh... Dawn recovery coffee. There's there's all kinds of things here, but there's different, um, there's different salts. So there's salts made from the tears of anger. There's salts made from the tears of boredom. Salts made from the tears of laughter. And salts made from the tears of envy. I love it.
0: Tears of envy? Yeah, man. I love... You can have I... people's salty, envious tears on your dinner
1: going to send you a link to it because you'll you love this i do they even look. come in cool little jars and shit
0: oh i do have another quick uh, fact of where we live by the way
1: <laughs> oh god
0: uh, no this is a good one uh, is you know it racially everybody... dubious like your last no, one no you know how everybody goes um i mean that should be on a t-shirt for us uh, you know how racially ev- dubious. <laughs> every, everybody always always goes like oh i am um, like London's the biggest place, or this is the biggest place, or anything like that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Northumberland is classed as the largest district in England.
1: Yes, and the best.
0: And the best. And one, and the oldest. Yes. So, fuck all you southerners.
1: But well, <laughs> the, the rest of England don't like to acknowledge it because they used to for about 400 years to keep an eye on Scottish and keep the Scottish out of England. But then when and they then do these wallopies... Yeah, when he put his wall up, he put us on the wrong side of it. And now yeah, the rest of England decided, just tries to say that we're Scottish. Which
0: is really annoying, because we're not Scottish, we're English. Yeah. Just because just because we're language nearly coincides with some of the Scottish language every once in a while. I... does not mean we're Scottish. Yeah. I want to know how Scouse became a dialect.
1: Oh, don't get us started.
0: <laughs> how did... Devolve.
1: oh god
0: devolve into a language
1: <laughs> did it devolve
0: <laughs> it did it devolved English <laughs> evolved, and then somehow at some yeah. point it devolved in the Liverpoolian area
1: oh what about are we just gonna offend different parts of country now we're gonna offend everywhere what about the brummy accent man that's a close second I can't differentiate. It's less annoying, but it's so monotonous.
0: No, the the Brummy accent is just if you have a cold permanently all year round. No,
1: it's not. It's just... it's. <sighs> it, Never mind. It, I'm going to stop. I'm going to be nice to everyone. I'm, I'm ill this I might die this week, so I'm going to be nice to people.
0: Oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. I am going to sit... In a bath made of salt of the anger of snowflakes and then <laughs> in bath salt. Cause I have just realized that is one of the salt here. I am going to buy
1: yeah.
0: a pot of salt made from the tears of anger of snowflakes and just bathe in snowflake and anger.
1: The snowflake. They are
0: yeah. they are their own peoples now. It's snowflake because the flaky
1: as fuck. Should we should I and Ooh
0: In the should fact I... that it's a casket. You don't get a card, you get a casket.
1: Yeah, you get a casket. Uh should I should we keep insulting people? Should we keep upsetting people? Since we've ups- you've upset snowflakes and we've upset most of the country.
0: I mean, we haven't upset most we'll just of the continue on yet. That theme. we've only insulted some of the country, and then said that we are the best because we are the oldest region and of the original fucking kingdoms of England, which is never fucking acknowledged, and it's why our flag is st- one of the fucking oldest
1: so, and the best. You know that there's certain things that are, like, taboo topics in some countries because it's painful for them?
0: Uh, so, like, yes.
1: in America, you don't read about 9-11. It's kind of or, it's a it's a dark time in the history,
0: or, or the
1: Paris yeah or the Paris attacks in France, yeah and stuff like that. Well, there's one for Norway. Is
0: this going to be something like the Great Goose War or the Great Fucking Flamingo War, or whatever? Because I know there's there was a Goose no. War and there was a fucking Emu War in Australia. Is it going to be something like that?
1: No, it's the Norwegian Butter Crisis of 2011. Butter
0: crisis? <laughs> How do you have a butter crisis? This sounds like an American thing. They ran out of butter. They couldn't have Part- the
1: spread. Apparently, this is the touchy topic in Norway. People get upset if you mention it. Hello, awesome. <laughs> Um Apparently, an acute shortage of butter and inflation of its price across markets in Norway uh, was what caused it. It's, it caused soaring prices and stores of stores stocks of butter ran out within minutes of deliveries. Um... According to the Danish tabloid BT, Norway was gripped by small panic, which is the butter panic, as a result of the butter shortage. So, what happened, basically? um, Heavy rains during the summer affected the grazing of cows and reduced milk production in the summer months by about an estimated 20 million litres. Which is a lot. Yes. Right? Uh, Which is about... 5.5 5.5 million gallons, which led to increased butter prices. At the same time, demand increased rap- rapidly, a 20% increase in sales in October 2011, with a further 30% in November. An acute shortage resulted in prices soaring. A single 250 gram pack of imported low pack butter, right, cost yeah. 300... No, the, that in oh. the equivalent to £32 sterling.
0: People were paying £32 for a stick of butter.
1: Dude, it's two hundred and fifty grams. So it's just one of the normal. It's just one of the normal, like, like the,
0: the, the normal sort of thinish ones.
1: Thirty-two pound. How
0: desperate uh, but, are people for butter. I can't actually think of that many things that use butter that I eat or cook.
1: Well, it's because for Norwegian butter, uh, butter, butter, former butter. butter but <laughs> sake, butter forms a staple part of the Christmas diet, uh, and oh. is particularly popular as a fat-rich low-carb diet. Uh, shortages persisted as a result of high import tariffs on butter to protect domestic dairy industry against foreign competition, which meant that 90% of the butter on sale in Norway was produced domestically. The dairy industry estimated a deficit of about 1,000 tonnes, while the demand for butter had increased 30% by, uh, since 2010. Um, Tyne, which produced 90% of the Norwegian butter at the time, was and was both the largest dairy cooperative in the country, and the market regulator was blamed by dairy farmers for not informing them about the higher demand quotas and exporting too much butter despite a looming domestic shortage. So basically, a lot of people like butter, especially for Christmas. It's an important part of their diet. There was a shortage right. in the summer. The demand had went up. They'd also said, we're not importing any of that shit butter because we need to protect like our market, which is what a lot of countries do for their farmers. Uh, but then they also exported butter when they knew it was going to happen and then you're paying £32 for a, a That's just little bit of logistics.
0: butter. <laughs> I want to know how much they were getting paid to export it if they if the decided, right, we're going to have a shortage in our own country, but fuck it, let's give it to another.
1: I don't know, man. But yeah, th- there was an aftermath. As a result of the butter crisis, Norwegian retailers lost an estimated 43 million krona. The Progress Party has demanded that Tyne compensate the retailers for their losses. I can't find anything after that, I don't think they did.
0: Yeah, I doubt they did. <laughs> Knowing governments and anything like that, they did fuck off. Because whenever it comes to taking money, they'll be on you instantly and they'll constantly argue against you. When it comes to giving money back, they'll trundle and fall over and they're basically try and wind the way out of it until it takes 20 years.
1: Ooh. Uh, the, okay, I, I'm going to leave you on this trail because I've thought of something completely random.
0: Okay, I love it.
1: Um, so, I I had found... You know when I... Before... So, I'm doubling back a little bit. You know before when we said the Desert Island, I said I would take a tent? Yes. I'm not the only one who would take shelter. Okay. So... I want you to open up your Google browser. Uh,
0: I was going to do it on my phone, and then I realised my phone is nearly dead. So,
1: (laughs) go. Bagworm, all one word. Bagworm. Moth. Yep. Caterpillar. And then look at his little wooden lodge. That's adorable. They build lodges and take them around with them. <laughs> I love the way
0: the lodgers can be spirals as well.
1: Yeah. Adorable. Uh, I found this the other day when I was messing about. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It says, um, what, what may look like a meticulous assortment of twigs is actually the home of the bagworm moth. These bug architects spend most of their short lives weaving homes out of plant debris. As larvae, the silky worms find a place to settle down and feed, such as the lethal branches of a tree. So they do... It is genuinely a little house. They do build themselves a little log lodge.
0: Yeah, I'm bringing it up on the thing just because it's freaking amazing.
1: It is awesome.
0: And I, I can't even remember how I found
1: that. I can't remember how I found that. Look go. at that. It's got a little,
0: it's got a little spiral <laughs> tower house.
1: That's both mint and terrifying at the same time. Is That's is that like the hobo of the caterpillar world. <laughs> also, it looks, it looks that's like, like he's
0: a fucking mansion of the caterpillar world. He's got a fucking Dude, mansion
1: there. It looks like he's got cobwebs on him. How slow's he be moving?
0: Uh, very. Apparently, <laughs> just hasn't been moving at all.
1: Yeah, I love it. Great. <sighs> right. Anyway,
0: I want more. Of that. That's great.
1: I will. I will find you random animal houses for next week. Okay. Random animal houses. I will find you cool animal houses.
0: I mean, everybody. Everybody knows the um the what what shellfish is it, where they'll legitimately come out of the shell when they find one bigger and they'll sit there and wait until one that can come and take its shell comes to take it.
1: Oh, that's hermit crabs that queue up. Yeah. And they literally yeah, get in a size know. order. Well then it's that, a guy with the biggest one that gets screwed.
0: You know how like you end up with um like they'll have National Geographic photography competitions and stuff and people yeah. take images of like a shark leaping out of water or it's I think one that won recently was a seal on the floor being eaten by a swarm of starfish.
1: Nice. Right. Yeah.
0: Because um, it, it was like the life underwater, and it's like the circle of life. The seals passed away, so the starfish are making use of it, and it's going to continue the cycle and all that sort of shit. And yeah. for those of you who didn't know, yes, starfish do fucking eat.
1: Um, starfish are cannibalistic. Oh, cannibalistic. Let's start. Carnivorous.
0: Carnivorous, yes.
1: There's a slight difference.
0: Small difference, yeah. <laughs> there could
1: be cannibalistic, I think. I, I think some think, species are. Yeah, some species definitely are. But a lot of people uh, don't know that starfishes eat meats. Yeah, they feed on a, a lot of them. Feed on dead, debris, like, uh animals, like cottages, It's, it's why
0: when you see Finding Nemo and you see that there's a little starfish in the tank with the little fishies, and you don't see any dead fishies, it's because the, de- the starfish. I don't
1: know, eaten don't ruin the fish. people's childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Kyle!
0: It's true. <laughs> if the people didn't notice and they f- take the fish out quickly, the starfish would be eating that motherfucker. It would be going num, num, num. But yeah, um, but yeah I, I want the National <coughs> Geographic winner to be of someone taking a photo of a very British queue of hermit crabs.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's video evidence of it, so there must be photos of it.
0: There must be. I, just love, I love the idea. It sounds so British. It's such a British thing. Can the hermit crab now be like an English symbol? Please,
1: because of they're queue. fucking queues. <laughs> no, because they do it for survival. We just do it because what? I don't. Why do a queue?
0: Because we're polite and we're not American assholes that why oh. I jump a queue and end Fuck up getting
1: shot. God almighty!
0: <laughs>
1: why did that escalate like that?
0: Because <laughs> I saw a news thing, right? And it was <laughs> the, the, it was some American idiot senator going like, "Oh, we still need guns and all this shit," and yeah. and and. Uh, some English lass was in the audience and they said um something like "To go people there's no mass shootings in England because guess what? We don't have fucking guns. So yeah. she turned round get and apparently the American last turned on and went, Yes, but instead you have stabbings. It's like, Yes love, stabbings. You can buy a fucking kitchen knife from Asda. It is a tool. It is not a fucking weapon.
1: Exactly. A gun is not a tool. And also Right, it's it's pretty difficult to kill. I had, I had an with argument.
0: A full of people with a knife than it is with a AR.
1: Yeah, you can't. I had an argument with an American at some point, and they were like, "Well, you know," because I was like, "You don't. There's no need for it. Like, there's guns are made just to kill. There's there's no reason to have any automatic weapon other than to kill. If you're in the army or something like that, because at the end of the day." If like say oh well, well I'll go hunting with it. Okay, so if you're hunting something and you've got a rifle and you go hunting a deer, if you don't hit it with the first shot, the deer can get away. That's two. There's two things there. First of all, it's like the this this the cycle of life, really, isn't it? A deer's not going to get killed every time it gets hunted in the wild. Most of the time, it'll get away. Success exactly. rate is actually very low in the animal kingdom. Yeah. Right? Because
0: deer, so, deer can outrun or outstamina quite a lot yeah. of the things that are hunted.
1: Exactly. So if you shoot the deer and you miss it, okay, it got away. Fair enough. If that's what you want to do. If that's what you right. If you have to put a 30 round magazine into it and open fire and fill the deer with lead, whatever you got left isn't going to be edible, anyways. So that is not hunting.
0: It's not going to be edible. It's not going to be usable. You're not going to be able yeah. to have any sort of function or use from the animal. You're just going to leave a dead carcass in the wild.
1: So so my argument was it's not it's just a weapon, it's just a, a, a it's just a. An it's a created to, to kill, right? Yeah and they were like, Yeah, but anything's a weapon in the wrong hands. I was like, Well, where are you going with this? And they were like, Well a teaspoon could be a weapon, you could kill someone with a teaspoon. And I went, right, look, I tell you what, the day that I see on the news that someone has went into a school or a cinema or any kind of room and killed 50 people in about 15 seconds with a teaspoon, I will buy you an assault rifle. Because it's never going to fucking happen. No, This is just exactly. a stupid argument. This is, it's ridiculous. It's like saying, you don't need nuclear weapons, and you go and then them going, well, you don't need that fork. Yes, I do. It's a totally different thing. Yes, exactly. I could kill someone with it. I'm not going to kill 50 people with it.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's exactly like you said, it's like you're sitting there eating a salad with your fork and you're talking about nuclear fusion and they end up saying like, oh, well, your fork's just as deadly. Um, Yes, it's just as deadly (laughs) while I'm sitting here poking a salad with it, Mm -hmm. while a nuclear weapon will destroy an entire fucking country. Yeah.
1: Daft arguments. And. It's my right, yes, but you can amend that right. Hence, the the rule that they cling to of it's our right to bear arms was an amendment to the Constitution in the first place. Time's move, it was amended, you know, in... Ooh, I'm not going to get the dates here because I can't remember. It was the 1700s when you basically had flintlock pistols and muskets and things like that. There yeah, single shots, of Ritos. Assault rifles and shit. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just ridiculous. But anyway, that's an argument for another day. We could argue about this any day of the
0: week. Susie's just pointed out we can kill a room full of people with a teaspoon of anthrax.
1: <laughs> okay, well that's a good point, but I feel like I feel like that's more the anthrax than the teaspoon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you could say that about a cup of anthrax or anything with anthrax. To be honest, uh, I like yeah. it
1: though. Uh, <laughs> you got a point though. Oh, uh, hey. Uh,
0: what a way to go.
1: What <laughs> with anthrax?
0: Can we do that? Just sh- run in
1: with a teaspoon and fling it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what a. I, imagine uh, police charging in and, and, like, going, Where's the weapon? Where's the weapon? You just sat there with a teaspoon with the remnants.
1: <laughs> oh, he, oh, and then you just pull out another teaspoon anthrax then.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's just. <laughs> ah, you're just sitting there with, yeah. like, like a, <laughs> a little box and you're sitting with a teaspoon going A-ha, <laughs> A-ha. what a threat uh, like you're spooning yeah. fucking ice cream at them oh, well,
1: we went off on a tangent
0: we did do you reckon if you flung, do you reckon if you flung a donut like a frisbee across a field a police officer would appear and jump it up your dog
1: but, uh... What? How is the how is this <laughs> way you've gotten to
0: my brain? I love it, but no, yeah. You're
1: just it's, trying to insult. Them. I'm being nice. You're trying to insult as many people as you can.
0: <laughs> no, it's because it's because I saw another another picture, and it, this is the thing: images of my brain just going on a tangent. And the image was of some of the officers who went to the school shooting in America that was recent, and it was like these. It was the typical. Too many donuts on the job, policeman that could barely fit on the ballistic vest. Yeah. Type thing.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: just, I couldn't help. I know it's terrible because it's like a mass mass murder, all this sort of thing. But considering the police did fuck all anyway, I don't mind saying this. And it's the fact that, do you think the, the shooter could have just gained extra time by th- frisbee and donuts out the windows? Probably. Considering the parents had to go and re- rescue the kids, I'm not exactly insulting yeah. the police force for nothing Yeah, that's a
1: good point. That's, a,
0: that's another thing. They'll always say, oh, well, police need guns. Why? So they can protect us better. It obviously didn't fucking work.
1: <laughs> Listen, they can't... A lot of America, I can't say America as a whole, because obviously a lot of people have different opinions and not everybody thinks the same way, but a lot of people in America that want to hold on to their assault rifle because it's their right, don't seem to understand that if the people that could come and attack you didn't have guns, then you would not need guns. The police, your normal general everyday police wouldn't need guns if any, any idiot could walk around carrying a gun. And they go, well, you don't understand you haven't got guns in this country. We do. There are illegal firearms in this country. There are crimes committed with illegal firearms in this country. But it's so fucking rare. And we do have armed police. The police, we do have police that have got guns. A lot of foreign people or people that live in other countries don't realise that because we don't generally have a gun culture. But it's like any, all European countries are like that. Or everyone has an armed response force for if it's needed. But yeah, the point our, is, our, you look at any country in Europe and compare it to America, what's what's yeah. the what's the crime rate with guns? Yeah, because exactly. yeah, you, you can't get rid of every single one. Yeah, people are gonna get it illegally, but if you make it a lot harder, then a lot of them people aren't gonna be able to get all the one.
0: Exactly. I mean our police force, when they when they do use guns, they have if they're just going around their business and don't need it, it's locked in a fucking case that is... Like, you cannot get it out very quickly. It's going to the boot of the car, opening a locked container and then opening a locked... Co- no, a locked container. And the ammunition is kept separate. Yeah. Not in the fucking case. Meanwhile, in America, it's just, oh yeah, I've got my gun here.
1: Took it in your pants.
0: Yeah. Took it in your pants, shoot your cock <laughs> off, there you go, problem solved.
1: <laughs> oh, and on that note... <laughs> Who well, yeah. else shits any more people's cocks off?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm sure we could insult a few more countries. We're managing okay so far. <sighs> Who haven't we picked on in a while? We
1: haven't picked on? We haven't picked on our lovely neighbours, the French.
0: We haven't.
1: They've got the... free for about three weeks now.
0: The French. What the fuck are you doing, Macron.
1: I what think that's all.
0: Any I, I think that's all I need to say, really. If anybody has read the news or seen anything to do with the news about what he's been saying, what the fuck are you doing, Macron? Kind of he sums does. it up.
1: <laughs> well, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's French,
0: of course. Obviously, <laughs> the only time they don't surrender is when they're going to go on fucking strike.
1: <laughs> that's still surrendering. It's at work. Is Exactly. <laughs> I can't say anything. We've got strikes in this country at the minute.
0: We've got strikes in this country at the minute. Some of the demands I fully agree with. Like, if every job you got a pay rise to do with, like, that was on the level of inflation, then we wouldn't have so many issues with house markets and stuff, because you'd be able to afford buy shit, and that would probably help the economy, because you would be able to buy shit, which means you would be putting money back into the economy. You wouldn't be scrounged and, and absolutely skinned on a certain of time. But then some of the other demands that they've got, where it's like, what is it, the, the Spanish the Spanish Accords or something, where it's like, oh, you need nine people to go and change a plug socket.
1: Well, it might be a complicated plug socket, Kyle.
0: But it, it things get out of hand, to... but
1: at the end of the day, it all stems from the fact that we government are useless pricks and that no one likes them.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, there's And that's of, the root of all, all
1: problems that destroyed this country. We've got the worst yeah. cost of living crisis in, like, 100 years. We've got fucking... The housing market's ridiculous. The cost of living's ridiculous. They haven't done anything about the overpriced fuel. They haven't done anything about... the raised taxes when they said they wouldn't. It's all just bullshit. Yeah. And the sooner we'll get rid of the Tory government that's in charge of this country at the minute, the better.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you sent us in the group chat a video the other week, and it sums it up perfectly. If you work minimum wage in this country for 40 hours, by the time you have paid all your bills and stuff, you're basically skint. But, and that's, like, if you live in, like, a really shit area. But, but by the time you have worked your 40 hour, hours... And paid all of your tax, you have worked an entire week for free because the government takes a week's wages off you in tax per month.
1: Well, if you, your yeah, average month, and you go for, like I said, a low, and this was low ball and a lot of the cost of things. So the, the cost of like electricity and heating and stuff, that's all went up, was put down really low in that estimate. But basically, if you live the cheapest life you can possibly live in, you rent the cheapest, smallest flat you can. In, and don't, uh, don't, in the poorest area, and you don't watch TV and you don't use laptops or anything like that, and you don't use too much electricity, and the really low ball the energy bills there. Yeah, uh, and the you cell have
0: reading by candlelight like a Victorian. Yeah, and and
1: you, have, you have a car that's on the road that you've paid a couple of hundred quid for, so it's just a little cheapy banger or whatever. So, not counting insurance and stuff like that, and car insurance and road tax that you need to pay in this country. Um, but just for fuel was the only thing that was counted factored in for transport, um, and it, and
0: it was saying like then, if you could manage for like seventy quid a month, I think it was, and yeah, it was really ad. low as well.
1: Yeah. Everything was lowballed and there was stuff missed off. But basically, you worked the whole month to get about seventy to ninety quid pocket money left at the end for you to do what you want to do with. Um, the government would pocket nearly five hundred pound of that, nearly five hundred pound in tax though. So you've worked your whole wage for the government to get four times more than what you get out of your own wage. That's the way it is in this country at the minute.
0: Basically. So, I think we we can happily end there with the very simple message
1: Don't live in the UK. (laughs) Guy Fawkes had the right idea.
0: Guy Fawkes had the right idea, yes. We're going to celebrate Guy Fawkes by doing it. (laughs) We're going to finish his fucking work this year.
1: Remember, remember the 5th of November. You remember it, you bastards.
0: Exactly. Yeah. you remember it <laughs> remember when your silver fucking spoon goes flying across the Thames
1: and if anybody in any other countries don't know who Guy Fawkes is it wasn't a guy who tried to kill people with a fork it's no, not part I... of our previous conversation
0: yeah <laughs> I still can't believe teenagers in this country some of them believe he invented forks
1: it's <laughs> not even spelt the same way I know <laughs> Oh idiots. Jesus! Right.
0: Anyway, thank you very yeah. much for listening. We're going to pop off, and I'm going to give Stefan a break so that he can uh, try and clear himself up.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to try and clear my nose and get some medication.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's going to be drugged up to fuck, and I'm just going to be half asleep, probably. I'm going to try and do some writing up of stuff because I've got a session tomorrow where I need to finish writing notes and fuck knows what else. <laughs> but yeah oh. uh, Anyway Thank you very much for listening It has been a pleasure And we and we'll will see s- you all Next time I'll see you next week if I'm still alive If you're still alive it's not, it's not a promise